Hello, I'm Mariel Gutierrez. Welcome to Faith and Family. We are a Christian family community that aims to provide Christian advice and promote Christian values. Today, we're talking about fully packed, pint-sized prayers. What are we teaching our kids when it comes to the content, opportunities, and benefits of prayer? How are we teaching them to be confident communicators with God? And why is being prayerful so important for the future of not only our kids, but the future of the Church of Christ? With me today, is Stephanie Cagnetta from East Jacksonville and Robert Topalis from St. Petersburg. Hello, how are you guys? Hey, we're how doing are you, great, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> doing well. Tell us about your kids. Okay. Well, I guess this is this is Robert. I just I'll go ahead and, and get started. We've uh, my wife and I've got um, two children. We've got a uh, an older child who's our son. He's 19 years old in college. Um, and we also have a daughter who is uh, 11, going on what seems to be 30. But, <laughs> um, but you know, typical preteen angst and everything else that goes along with it in middle school. Mm. And my family enjoys, we actually know Robert's family very well. Uh, we've been together in uh, our a congregation uh, and working in many projects. Uh, we're close. And he's actually in the same congregation where my parents are in right now. So the oh. grandparents of my children. And so we just love to visit them. And I love his children. So he gave you some basic information there. <laughs> oh. Uh, she, she knows more than I do, probably. <laughs> well, share with us. Share with us. <laughs> I didn't grow up with you guys, so I got, I want some of that. Um, for me, I mean, like, I've got two kids. I have a son who is six years old, and my daughter is nine. And, I mean, like, like you said, um, Robert, like, man, she is nine going on, like, maybe, like, 99. She's super uh. mature for age, super serious kid, you know, um... So anyway, just to get to it, you know, we're talking about prayer today. And I was, as I was doing my research for our podcast um, before I came in here to talk to you guys, um, I found out that here in the United States, prayer isn't something that's, um, I would say, embraced nationally, right? Maybe it depends on where you are geographically, like maybe it's different, you know, depending on what state you are, what city you are. But um, since... Uh, the Supreme Court said no more prayers in school in 1963. A lot of Christian sects out there blame this decision for the current anything goes atmosphere that's prevalent in the world, um, including, you know, increase in teen pregnancies, divorce rates and single parent families. Um, but for us, for members of the Church of Christ, we try our best not to be part of those statistics. Right. So, like, how are we passing down this virtue to our kids? Um, prayer is incorporated into the daily lives and daily processes of our kids. And it's more about just asking for things. It's about gratitude, I think, more than anything else. Um, you know, you want to start by teaching them that, you know, you don't only close your eyes and start praying simply because I need to do well in school tomorrow or because I really, really want that bike that I've been waiting for for years or, you know, I have a problem. It's, you know, understanding that God is the source of everything that we have. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, prayer is uh, so profound, so important, so fundamental to a life of a servant of God. Mm -hmm. And once you start a family, you take on a spouse, 
you begin, you know, you're already learning how to pray together. Mm-hmm. Look, you know, open your eye, right? You op- you wake up and both those eyes flip open and it's like, I'm breathing, my heart is beating. Isn't that a beautiful thing? Right. And and it's so fun because those are things that you can do with little children. A child can really get a heartbeat. You can take your hand and, you know, feel mommy's heartbeat, right? Put it right there on my chest. And likewise, or really get where you take your ear and you turn it to the chest and you just, you know, listen. And they get fascinated. Like, wow, there's a like a ba-bump, ba-bump, a thump, a thump going on there. And then you right. say, yeah, you know who makes that beat? You know who gives us that? And you tell them, God. And they learn about who he is and his nature and then they learn more every time we pray and we talk because that's a prayer is talking to God Mm -hmm. and um so it just it has to be a part and so with little kids you know open your eyes close your eyes open your eyes close your eyes and who lets us see these things who gave you that gift of sight and who gives us all these wonderful things to look at and so just (laughs) pointing him out and then pointing out that it's just not going to be there that we have to take the time to talk to him and to pray and to be grateful for all these things. Okay, so like, okay, so I guess it starts with the attitude of gratitude, right? Um, in which we are all constantly pointing out um, how God is providing for us, what he's doing for us and the things that you know we shouldn't take for granted like like you said, like basic things like opening your eyes. You know what? Some people can't even see, right? You know, and we can. Do you ever, you guys ever get that where you like um you have the sniffles and you're like you you just think about all the times you took for granted just breathing properly. Yeah, yeah. Right? When, when, yeah. <laughs> when allergy yeah. season kicks in, absolutely. Exactly. You know, so okay, so that's awesome. That's to check. I'm gonna put that down on my list. So but like what um what's next though? What what else do, do our kids need to know? What about like maybe the accessibility of God? Oh my goodness. Um so your child now knows I can talk to God, right? right? And God gave me everything I have and he intends for me good things. Right. So with that level of understanding or that awareness that you have so many blessings already, they realize he's good and he is good to me. And then they also learn that God has expectations And so that's when, you know, we're kind of afraid to talk to God when we didn't meet an expectation. Ah, Yeah. Right. So and they know when I did something wrong or a child will use the word bad. um, Mm. And um, and if they start attending the worship service for the children, they'll hear the the Bible's term. Right. Which is sin. Um, Mm. And that's when you teach them how forgiving and kind God is and that you can he can and he wants to forgive you and that's the beauty because it works for you as a mom and a dad it works for us (laughs) because otherwise they continue to just do that wrong over and over and over and over again and then when you well God wants you to be better and this is his commandment and when you said to God please forgive me um, <laughs> how many times is he going to forgive you if you keep doing it? And so they, you know, they, they, oh, and then they realize, so I can call on him when I'm happy and I can call on him when I have feelings like shame or feelings like sorrow or sadness. And I can call on him when I'm just grateful and I can call on him when I need something. Yeah. And so you start to help them realize that he is accessible all the time. 
mommy goes to sleep. Right. Mm-hmm. God doesn't. <laughs> he is there for you. Mommy and daddy, you know, we're away. And, you know, some kids now they've got the cell phones, right? But it's got to stay in a pocket or in a backpack. And your teacher is going to give you a hard time if you request to pick up the cell phone because you have a, a concern. But you can easily bow your head and approach God and call on him. And um, I love that you mentioned, um, Annie, that, um, you know, like you can come, you can teach your kids to go to God, even when they're feeling ashamed, right? Because I feel like that's what really um, strengthens a bond, I feel like when you're, you know, the act, the act of forgiveness, the act of acceptance, um, of like unconditional acceptance, that's very much like what a parent would do, right? For their child. Yes, you've, spilt this milk everywhere and I'm so tired and I'll clean it up but I forgive you you know like that sort of thing and your and your kids actually take note of that yeah, I think that's the, the first introduction into understanding what unconditional love really means mm. that no matter what you do um, no matter you know even though you you've sinned you've told a fib you've told a lie to your mommy and daddy or or you know you did something wrong you punched your brother in the nose because okay. you're really upset <laughs> you know <laughs> but but you know that you know that if you're really sincere about it in your prayer that God mm-hmm. still loves you and he still accepts you uh, the, the, the the evidence of that is that you're able to still call on him and and have your prayers answered so Learning that early, I think, is is a huge step for them, too, knowing that, you know, love isn't limited by us just, you know, making mistakes. Hmm. So you mentioned that, um, you know, love and it's uh, having our prayers answered. And uh, we've all experienced the answers, the various answers of prayers. It's yes, no, maybe and silence. Right. Yeah. And Hmm. um, uh, I, I, I mean, I understand that. Some of these notions are probably going to be really hard to grasp, especially the silence one, you know. So, like, how do we teach our kids about that part? How do we teach them to find God or to know that He's there, answering what mm-hmm. when when they just need stuff that is so tactile? They need concrete evidence, right? I prayed right, for a bike. Right. Where is it? Yeah, it's, it's still bike? sitting yeah. on the shelf at the store. Why is it not in my garage? Yes. <laughs> I wanted yeah. that video game. I wanted to go to the concert, right? All these things. Um, and again, that goes back to the gratitude piece. Um, yes. And it goes back also to understanding our purpose. Our purpose is to serve God, right? Mm-hmm. Our purpose right. is it, we're his sons and his daughters, and he has such good intentions and good plans for us. Mm-hmm. And so how does what we want, what we're requesting, help us with that, Right. So if I get that video game, which you, which you really deserve, you should feel confident asking for it because you're a great student, you're a great helper at the home, um, you know, and you just maybe, and you know that mom and dad can't really afford it right now, or maybe they can, but you have to convince them, right? Mm-hmm. So let's ask God to convince them. But again, realize, help, having that heart-to-heart with the child pointing out, well, again, if you have a video game and you don't have the self-discipline, um, it's going to take away from your time. What's the impact? What's the consequence, right? Let's let's play through with cause and effect. So I get this game. Now I'm glued to my TV screen an additional three to four hours a night. What are, What is going to happen to my grades? <laughs> Am I going to be able to do all the things that God wants me to experience in life? Maybe that's why he's holding out. Maybe we're going to wait till the summer. What is best for us? 
it's a constant reinforcement and reminder that, you know, God doesn't always answer your prayers Mm -hmm. in the way that we think that he is, you know, just, you know, blatantly. And sometimes that silence is what we have to be able to accept as being what the answer really is. Completely. Our reactions to when God answers our prayer, you know, there's this wonderful little quick saying that I have to tell myself all the time, more is caught than taught. Yeah. And yeah, so, you know, we could tell them, wait on God, wait on God. But when they see how we waited and yeah, they, they get it. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they can draw from that so much more. Mm-hmm. And when I have a moment with my children, um, you know, when I'm trying, I try to connect with them, try to give them 10 minutes. It doesn't sound like a lot, but man, it's all I can afford. And it, it's so powerful. 10 minutes of just you and just I, it always starts off and ends with, I sandwich it with the phrase, mommy prayed for you. I asked God for you mm. and he yeah. gave me more than I wanted. And at the end, we pray together and I just pray for them. And I, you know, I just let them know exactly everything I'm hoping God will do for them without letting them pick up, you know, it's their dream and their life and what God has planned for them. You know, as parents, uh, we want our kids to be even better and more fortunate and even, even more successful than we are. That's, that's our goal for our kids. And, you know, I think teaching them prayer is going to be that foundation and instilling in them that at some point you're going to be what mommy and daddy are raising your own kids and wanting them to be able to learn the same way that you are all of these uh, important reasons for wanting to be able to pray properly absolutely. and have God listen to you. <laughs> absolutely. All right. Wise words to leave our listeners with. Listeners, thank you so much for hanging out with us today on this episode of Faith and Family. We hope you'll join us again next time. Thank you.